Superman and Lois, The New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And it's here. It's here. The show is finally here. The pilot aired. And I guess we'll probably talk about that. Does that sound like a good thing to do? Should we Should we do that? Uh, yeah, I'm down for that. I think okay. that works. Okay. Well, I guess we could talk and blah, blah, blah. But really, what do you think of this overall? This was really good. It was good. Good. Really, really good. I I really, really, really enjoyed myself watching this. I, I, it felt almost like, I don't know, coming home. <laughs> I, that sounds like overly dramatic way to describe it, but it's been a long time waiting for some more live action Superman and especially Smallville connected Superman. And so seeing him in Smallville, seeing the family together back with these familiar characters, but also new characters, it was just, it felt really good to be back in this. Yeah, I think it was pretty great too. I, I don't have a lot of negatives about it. I thought it was a really great start to a series. Uh, maybe we'll pick some nits here and there, but for the most part, I, I, I loved it. And I think the best thing I can say about it is that I was completely hooked on it. You know, the entire time I was watching it, rarely do, rarely with TV now with so many options and everything there, I'm wanting to watch other things or distracted looking at something else while watching something. It's tough to sit there and watch an entire episode. But I never wanted to look away from this. I never wanted to check the time and uh, is it almost done or anything like that. Nothing like that. Uh, like I haven't done in a long time. And as a Superman fan, it I had you know I had some concerns here and there, just because they're they're doing a different approach to it. I know I've been excited about the show, obviously, but you know I'm someone who wanted to see more of Metropolis or all that. For all those concerns I had, I think 95% of them are eased, if not eliminated, uh, mm-hmm. one episode in. So I'm really pleased with this. Uh, really excited to, that it's finally here and we get to to break it down. And I'm, you know, I'm hooked on all these characters already and want to know where it goes from here. Yeah, I was I was super blown away by the acting ability, especially of the younger actors in this cast. I I, I have a really hard time picking a weak spot amongst the cast. I, I think everybody did a fantastic job. Absolutely. And let's give it up for Tyler Hecklin and Bitsy Tullock. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> leading the way. If you've, they really, Tyler especially, Bitsy got her moments, and hopefully more of that is to come, but Tyler really got to carry a heavy load here, and you got to see so much of what makes Superman Superman, what makes Clark Clark in this episode, Um, you know, the way he is as Superman, the way he, the powerful scene uh, that we'll get to it when he reveals himself to his kids, where he just, he's got his dialogue there, and all of that, um, really great, really good Superman stuff. And so, yeah, I'm excited about it. What do you think of, do you think there's enough Superman? They, obviously, they've talked about the family drama going into this a lot. Do you think there's too much of that? Or is it is there enough Superman for people who are just there for the, the punchy, punchy stuff? I, that's a really good question. I, it's hard to get into the minds of other people. But I, I mean, just, just guessing, I, I think they got a really good balance between the family drama especially because this was the pilot and they needed to introduce this family that we know nothing about and get, you have to be comfortable with the family in a really short amount of time and kind of at least at a base level kind of get everybody and their motivations. And I think they did a great job of doing that and then balancing it with Superman having to run off and save the day a couple times and getting into a pretty epic fight and doing some pretty really amazing feats um, that didn't take up too much time. So I think they should, got a good balance but i'm not sure it was probably a little lacking on the superman side if you were just coming to it to watch a bunch of action for an hour and a half but i don't know how many people were coming for that 
Yeah, that's a, that would be my only. I'm just curious. I I didn't have any problems with it. I'm not someone who is worried if the superhero is in their costume or not. I mean, it's the, the character's the character, no matter what they're wearing. Obviously, you want to see him suited up sometimes. Um, but I thought that was all great. And I don't know how they could have done this in a normal hour pilot. They covered a lot of ground here. Yeah. And did it pretty efficiently. That wasn't boring or anything like that. And really got all of the all of the characters pretty well established. Oh yeah, got them established. And I I think especially the first few minutes with flashbacks and everything, I think they did a really good job of kind of onboarding new users to uh, <laughs> to use a weird phrase, but uh, of getting people who maybe didn't watch the crossovers who are just coming in this fresh. I think they did a really good job of bringing those people in and explaining this world and the the backstory in a pretty quick way and getting you familiar with everything. Do you think do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I don't think you need to have seen a single episode of CW superhero television ever to get this or understand it. Maybe a loose background of Superman will help you catch some references here or there, some Easter eggs, of course, but some some pilots to start, some offhanded comments. You know, he mentions the fortress at one point. If you don't know anything about Superman, you might say, what the heck is a fortress and why can it test children for superpowers, but all of that. But other than that, yeah, I think it's a great way, a great jumping on point. Obviously, it's in that world, but if you've never seen anything before, you can check this out. And um, if this gets great buzz and I've seen a lot of positive stuff about it, that could be good for expanding the audience pretty quickly. Yeah, they did a good job with that. And I think this episode is very impressive, especially with the special effects and visuals and everything. And so, I, I mean, most of the stuff was like movie quality special effects. And that's that's a, another great way to get some more casual people in who are like, I don't know if I want to watch a TV show about a superhero because the special effects aren't going to be great. I, I think this looked amazing. Oh, absolutely. It was beautiful from start to finish. Even even I picked out a couple of things in the trailers that I was like, well, maybe this would be a little more colorful or something, but I didn't, nothing took me out in the, in the show or everything. I thought it looked beautiful. Uh, and some really mind blowing visual stuff that looked really great. Yeah. Uh, some in particular there. And yeah, I think it's, it looks unique and looks different. And the cool thing is with such an emphasis on the characters and on the story that can carry forward through the rest of the season. Whereas, uh, pilots usually have a bigger budget and can do more special effects and all that kind of stuff. And so it's it's likely not to have as big of a budget going forward each episode, but you've established the characters, you establish the look, you can carry all of that forward everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I think we're in agreement that this was good and new people will like it. Everybody will like it. Let's say we jump in and actually go no, through the episode. not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. But yeah, let's actually talk about the episode. All right. So we open with that flashback I was talking about of basically superman's whole life leading up to now we get to see him land on earth growing up in smallville we see jonathan kent for all of 20 seconds before he dies from a heart attack um but yeah this this whole flashback sequence i thought was done really really well um and in such a super quick way introduce you to the character really efficient i absolutely love this this is this four or five of the most beautifully done minutes ever for superman oh, yeah. in live action and anything uh just the way it was done the the nods to the history all of that i think um i think it was important to for casual fans to understand where these where these characters are at their point in life so like all of that past history is there it happened you might not have gotten to see it but it happened and it was really cool and the shots at the fortress mm -hmm. and um lois and clark flying and all that just wow yeah we also we see him move to metropolis and he he saves people in the 
old suit and we we get the nice little easter egg of the kid says i like your suit and he says thanks my mom made it yeah that that was again this montage within i think it was about 10 seconds there they made nods to action comics number one mm-hmm. with him catching the green car the fleischer cartoons from 1941 i think they started with a costume with the black uh under the s and a couple other things but superman for all seasons was the big thing thanks you know catches the cap for the kid hands it to him says my mom made it for me yeah 10 seconds and three i don't think many superman fans didn't get on board if they were questioning at that point that's a really efficient way to uh uh give some fan service that gets people interested yeah so from there he goes to the daily planet he meets lois it describes that as the most important thing that's ever happened to him uh they they fall in love they get married um and then we get to see that the the twins are born he tells martha about it and uh we see them grow up so again you don't have to know anything about crisis because they had one baby boy before crisis and now they have two teenage boys they just completely gloss over that and we get to see the whole they've had the full history they've grown up with these kids which is exactly what we thought was going to happen and so no surprise there glad they did that yeah it settles everything easy and you don't have to work uh but they already plant the seed of maybe one of the kids has powers they so jonathan is a happy kid he uh throws a football so hard that it breaks a tire swing <laughs> as a kid so maybe he has powers. who knows how old <laughs> who knows how old that tire rope is at, at the camp farm i mean yeah. probably has been there since probably been hanging up there since clark was a little boy or longer yeah. or since jonathan was yeah exactly jonathan clark's dad not right. young jonathan <laughs> uh but yeah jordan has social anxiety he throws tantrums they they're planning to see that he doesn't have powers so they're already kind of setting up this dichotomy between the two boys that are very different I think they even say they've there's never been two boys brothers who are more different um and playing the seed of the the kind of framing device for this episode of the kids are really the big point point of this episode for me and more so like figuring out does one of them have powers and how are they going to be affected by uh the fact that their dad's superman uh then we get to see superman in action uh, there's an emergency at a nuclear power plant and general sam lane just calls him up and to save the day and this action sequence was we saw a little bit of it in the trailer, but the whole thing in context was just amazing. Him flying out, using his freeze breath, making a glacier, flying it into the middle of the reactor, using heat vision and everything to seal it up. All of these shots just looked so good. Yeah, this is a hero at, in his prime. Like he's He's got it all figured out. He analyzes quickly. It's very efficiently done, and he's got all these powers and uses them. And the way he did that, it obviously looked great, looked really cool. He's got the, the freeze of the lake water Superman 3 effect there uh, and carry it into the nuclear reactor. But I think it looked really cool. And it shows you one thing this episode did well. It showed Superman as a hero of the world. You know, we saw him all across the world. And it wasn't just, you know, doing small stuff in, in Smallville or whatever. He was doing all kinds of things. And this just showed that. He just boom, boom. I think it's cool that Sam and Lois had their little noise-making devices to contact Superman. Yeah, and they they use that quite a few times in this, and I think we're gonna we're gonna see that throughout the series of people people have ways of contacting Superman, and he's pulled in many different directions at the same time. Um, but right after that, we kind of smash cut into really super just kind of opening titles, but it's just the logo and the new music, and that kind of uh, segues into talking about the music in this. Um, I, I thought it was really good. I I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of music we hadn't heard before, um, but I think it all fit really well with what was going on in the episode, and um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, so it was just announced that Dan Romer is the composer for the series, not someone I've been familiar with. He's done some things. He 
he was attached to the next James Bond film at one point, but mm-hmm. uh, ended up not doing that. But he's done lots of different things. I thought it sounded great throughout. Um, I don't have any issues there. I'm not a score expert or anything, but I thought it all sounded great. Yeah. And this is small. It doesn't really matter. But I, I do wonder if that's going to be how they always do it, where we'll have a bit of a, what do you call it, like a cold open where the episode just opens and then we'll have the credits come in at some point and then because they didn't have any names of actors that are on the screen or anything before that. We were just kind of completely clean until that. I don't know if they'll keep that or if they'll switch to, hi, I'm Superman and I'm actually the fastest man alive and opening with that before <laughs> or something like that. But it, it doesn't really matter. But it's just something interesting to think about. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I wonder if they'll actually have traditional TV credits where they show all their faces and all that. I don't know if they'll do that. Mm-hmm. That's gone out of style. But um, I guess we'll see next week because usually they don't have those in the pilot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So after Superman saved the day, he and General Lane get to talk about how we, we learned that this has happened before and that it was an intentional crack both times in the reactor. So we're, we're setting up the kind of mystery and baddie of the episode of somebody's doing this on purpose. So Clark goes home. He's obviously been gone for a while. He's missed some stuff, but he goes in to talk to both of the boys, has a pretty good talk with uh, Jonathan. He's going to be the uh, starting quarterback even though he's a, a freshman and he's on a video call with eliza who is his girlfriend um but he doesn't have a great talk with jordan uh but it was it was cool to see jordan playing is he playing injustice is how he's playing yeah apparently playing injustice too <laughs> yeah not as superman right so yeah he, it looks like he's playing as superman but he's actually fighting against superman which is a quite on the nose uh <laughs> Uh, reference to what's going on in his life um, but yeah I thought I thought it was pretty cool to see that and it was a cool way to show that yeah there were a couple of lines of dialogue too that were almost talking to the audience when Clark said who doesn't love America's pastime right yeah and uh, Jordan of course saying Superman's boring and he's <laughs> fighting him he thinks he's dumb so I thought those were really cool really cool nods in a way but I loved seeing this um, Clark trying to connect with his boys uh, especially with Jonathan there you see how wholesome he yeah. is as a parent like he's trying to be supportive and all of that. And obviously he's not doing perfect as a parent and that's what the rest of the episode gets into, but he's trying, even if he's juggling a lot of things there. Um, and I really appreciated that and thought that was cool. And, you know, uh, Hecklin just in this episode had the right balance of wholesome. You know, some people would take it as cheesy, but I don't see it that way at all. Uh, it's wholesome. He's trying to do the right thing. And, um, just like with the, the kid in the opening scene, uh, with the hat so i thought i thought that was really well done getting with clark's character yeah he i think he really nailed the character of clark in this episode and i'm excited to see him keep that going up while this show's going on Uh, so after that he has a phone call with martha about how hard it is being a dad and kind of talks about the past and we see we get the forewarning of martha is not feeling well at the end of that episode so or that phone call so things are not looking good for her but while he's on the phone behind him he has a, a chalkboard that has Dr. Donner and Siegel and Schuster. So lots of nice little Easter eggs in the background. Yeah. Um, there were a lot mixed in, mixed in really well. So that they weren't, if you didn't know what they mean, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, but if you notice them, then you notice them. And so I thought that was well done. And not to mention the visual nods, like some, you don't know if they're actual intentional nods to things like Superman returns and man of steel or Superman three, or if those are intentional or if it's just Superman doing Superman things, that's going to happen. But I thought that was pretty cool how those were were mixed in. And it kind of feels like a mixture of many different versions of Superman uh, and, of course, the Superman from the comics. Yeah, a lot of stuff mixed in, but it it really all together makes a package that is a pretty unique Clark and Superman character who he's got a lot going for him that we haven't 
really seen before and a lot of stuff that I really like. So the kids head off for the first day of high school and Lois and Clark kind of discuss slash argue telling them the truth about Superman. And they also are kind of wondering if Jonathan has powers. Uh, they still don't really know exactly. But this is a really kind of long ongoing thing throughout the, the first half of the episode or so is Clark and Lois kind of struggling and trying to decide should they tell him or not. And Clark has some really good points and some pretty valid worries. I feel like it's it's going to make things really hard and he doesn't want to push, especially Jordan away. Yeah. Um, that I think this is a conversation they've been having for years. Yeah. I don't think this is the first time they've, they've brought this up. So I do understand where both sides are coming from and it's not without risks, but to Lois's point, you have to tell them eventually. And I think that was... Um, I, I like the way they handled that as well. Yeah. So they get to the the paper and Morgan Edge has been laying people off. And then we find out Clark has gotten laid off. So that, that all happens really quick. And immediately right after that, Martha has a stroke and dies and he has to fly off to Smallville. So two really kind of heavy, hard things happen at the exact same time. Yeah. A really, a really dark time, a really somber uh, part of the episode. And this whole story is pretty somber. And I did like the way they... As a side note, I like the way they mixed in some humor throughout, you know, that you wouldn't necessarily have expected from the trailers, but there was some enough mixed out that it wasn't entirely dour, but uh, there was a lot of good stuff mixed in. But that was a really emotional moment seeing Clark fly back and see Martha there and everything they did that after that nice talk they had on the phone, where, which was really cool. And I think probably part of the premise of the series is Martha pointing about how the kids need to see a vulnerable and strong and whatever other words she used there. Man, I think that was a really basically saying what the show is going to be about is from Clark's perspective anyway. Yeah. And so now I wonder how much uh, flashback we'll, we'll get back, we'll get from Martha and, and Jonathan Kent. Uh, now that neither of the characters are actually going to be in present time, I, I do wonder how much flashbacks we'll get. Hopefully some more. Yeah, I'd love to see more. I've always wanted to see the Kent's grandparents, but yeah, looks like it's just not in the cards. <laughs> um, so then we had the funeral reception and the, the Cushing show up. So we're introduced to Lana and Kyle and their their two kids. And we see that Jordan has a thing for Sarah. Um, and that's going to be a big thing going forward. The slow motion on Lana when she walked in was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that was maybe it was Clark just, oh, hey, an old friend. Uh, that's the way I took it. Um also, Jordan having a thing for Sarah, so it was slow motion on that uh, was pretty cool. But that was a big, big moment for him, I guess. Yeah, right away there's some tension between the the Cushings and and them, and especially between Kyle and and Clark. There's kind of coming from two different places, and they've got some disagreements. I think it's done a good job of showing the all the different points of view and perspectives mm -hmm. of, with Kyle being a, a small town guy and wanting what's best for Smallville and others coming from the big city and how they're juggling all that. I like, I, I'm interested where that's going to go. I'm going to see how they're going to juggle that going forward. Yeah. So we, we get into the kids heading to the barn to reset the router. Uh, but Clark definitely doesn't want them to be in there because it's dangerous. Uh, but they head in there with Sarah anyways to, to do that. Uh, but the, at the same time, the adults go inside for a drink and that's where like the real confrontation between uh, the Cushing's and and Lois and Clark happen. They're talking about how Morgan Edge is trying to buy things up and how nobody sticks around in Smallville. And Kyle even gets kind of into a fight and has to leave. So uh, definitely setting up some conflict there. Yeah. And Lois definitely notices something is up right away. And she's going to get into that going forward. Uh, going to reset the router. Anybody who some people might think this is weird that a router would be way up in the barn. And I yeah. kind of agree. 
but <laughs> I do feel for people who have never had to deal with uh, trying to acquire good rural internet. They do establish it's tough to get self-service there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I imagine that Martha is paying $200 a month for some satellite internet that is basically the speed of dial-up. <laughs> people from the city might not notice know what that's about, but uh, people from who have ever know anyone or who have visited relatives in, in rural areas will uh, will know what that's about. Yeah, I, I definitely felt their pain, but uh, at the same time, that was a pretty bad place to put the rider, Martha. Uh, so, speaking of which, uh, Sarah invites Jordan to a bonfire, and that kind of like infuses him with this confidence that he hasn't had before and so he decides to climb up and reset the router that's in a really dangerous place uh, and that's where he falls and a bunch of heavy pipes fall on him this is kind of the, the shot that they've used in a bunch of the trailers uh, but jonathan runs in and saves jordan um, and the, both of them are basically fine afterwards mild concussions i don't i'm not a doctor i don't think you can actually diagnose a concussion right. as mild until <laughs> you've gotten through it uh, but that's a complaint going back to the days of smallville when characters would get 100 concussions we didn't we didn't know as much about concussions back then right uh, but yeah this is again kind of setting up the oh jonathan has powers and we'll we'll see that unfold as we that's what it looks like a really cool moment um mm -hmm. for jonathan to try to save jordan yeah. and that's another thing i like the boys relationship throughout this where they're kind of playfully disliked each other but they clearly have a love and respect for for one another and we're there for each other yeah, and that, that makes total sense, especially being twin brothers. They have spent literally every single second of their life together. I th They probably have separated at some point. I, I don't know. Maybe gone to the bathroom <laughs> different times or something. Probably not literally every second. Okay, well, maybe I shouldn't use the word literally. Just, okay, so... Literally means figuratively. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's in the dictionary. Uh, so Clark... Uh, Clark says he heard Martha say, it's time, come home, when he was flying to Smallville. And this was a cool kind of little flashback that we got to see. Um, and who knows what that means, but we'll see what it means later on. Uh, Jordan wants to find a way, uh, find out why they weren't hurt, but Jonathan doesn't really care. He kind of just is like, ah, whatever, we're fine. Why look into it more? Which is it's kind of weird, but also I'm trying to think back to when I was a freshman in high school. I could definitely see that attitude of something crazy happens to me and I really just don't care enough to figure out why he's, he's starting quarterback as a freshman he's got his mind on bigger things no the, yeah. I, I liked how the boys were very different uh, oh, yeah. in that and how they responded to things and all of that um it's almost like jonathan is the reaction to the audience who thinks jordan's too angsty mm -hmm. and jordan is the one who's having problems i thought that was really cool yeah i really really liked their relationship even we, we haven't seen all of it but just what we got in this episode like you said before that they did a really good job building up their their brotherly relationship so clark and lois again talk kind of argue about telling the boys but clark really doesn't want to do it because of jordan he says it's going to be so hard for him and he's already so kind of distant from him already he doesn't want to jeopardize that even more which again makes sense but it's you got to tell him <laughs> just another really cool real conversation where they're laying out all the feelings and i thought just this stuff was the best part of the episode the human moments and yeah all of that. I love the Lois and Clark relationship. I, I, I want to see more from Lois going forward and get to see more of her stuff. But what they do here is really great. And they're just having honest talks and conversations. It's really cool and, and really mature. Yeah. And it, it's so tricky to in the pilot episode when we haven't seen any of this before, even in the, if you've watched all their previous experiences because they only had a baby boy. I, it's really hard to kind of convey the weight of this decision and how long they've been discussing it. But I, I think they did a great job in bringing it up a few times and just 
the tremendous acting that Bitsy and Tyler had, I think, really sold it. So General Lane shows up and shows him security footage of something moving fast that caused both of the, the meltdowns. Um, and they also found a microscopic etching, which was in Kryptonian, that says, you are not a hero, Kal-El. So the, whoever is behind it knows Kryptonian. This, uh, the stuff with the stranger was just kind of seemed mixed in mm-hmm. some random, maybe the weaker, weakest part. Um, we'll get to that later when we get to the reveal, but it was a little bit random, but I thought it worked well. Um, cause you're seeing how they juggle everything in their lives. Yeah. I think that would be one of the, the nitpicks I would have about this is they could have just had him go and save the day and find out that it was intentional, um, without actually getting into a fight and all that stuff and interacting with the stranger. I think they could have gotten away with pushing that off to maybe the second episode, but it's not a big deal. I think there was still enough focus on the family, which was what I was looking for anyways. I mean, you need some action in there, but it was mm-hmm. kind of random skipping ahead here, how the stranger almost kills yeah. Superman, <laughs> but then flies off. Eh, don't worry about finishing the job. Yeah, And then, you know, it's, it's a, it's a thing in TV when you want to set him up for a while, a villain for a while. But I thought I, wasn't as perfectly handled as a lot of the other things were. Yeah. So while General Lane and Superman are talking about this, Lois comes in and says that Clark can't leave right now because family is more important. And General Lane says, I tried to warn you about marrying Clark and Superman. You can't have both. Like you, there's priorities there. And so he must have known that he was, that Clark was Superman for a while before they got married. So that's just a little bit interesting uh, background for General Lane in this series. Yeah. And it's even though, general lane gets along with them and is welcome there's still going to be some conflict there and i did like this scene from lois lois telling clark he can't go save the day could come off really bad but i thought this was done well you know if if it was something urgent something pressing yeah you could go do it this you don't need to do right now your family needs you more i thought it was really well yeah really well done and general lane really kind of shows his stripes to say in this episode of he i think he cares more about superman than he does clark as his son-in-law i think he cares more about saving the day with superman than trying to preserve the relationship that uh his daughter has with clark yeah i think it he's definitely he's a military guy and he's definitely trying to think of what's best for america or the world whatever he's thinking beyond that and he's maybe not so great at being a father himself so it's kind of a look at the difference between Clark and Sam is Sam never really made an effort to connect with Lois. Yeah. And that's part of that's reading into Superman's history doing that there. But that's the kind of what came off to me. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. So after that, they uh, they head to the, the bank to meet up with Lana because they were they said they were going to meet up uh, the previous day. And they <laughs> reminisce about a car crash they were in that the car was a pretzel and somehow we were all fine. <laughs> Pete weird... Ross mentioned too. Yeah, Pete Ross. And he's just like, wasn't it weird that stuff you, like that used to happen? Oh, well, anyways. <laughs> I'm glad Lana doesn't know. She comes off yeah. a little naive <laughs> in this scene, but I'm, I'm willing to go with it. Yeah. So this is where we get the kind of reveal that Martha's gotten a reverse mortgage and she did it to save everybody in the town. Basically, she's just giving her money away to everybody to help everyone. Total can't move. How awesome. Right. <laughs> How awesome Martha comes off here. Yeah, so they have to either repay the loan or accept a buyout. And so basically they have this big, tough choice. Are they going to take the money that was set aside to send the boys to college? Or are they going to move to Smallville? And that's kind of the big decision moving everything forward uh, from here on out in the episode. Uh, But at the same time, the boys go and investigate the barn and find the trap door that leads to the cellar. And they find the Kryptonian pod and Jordan touches it and gets the 
the crystal out of it. Crystal, weird. Kind of reminded me of a small little so yeah. random crystal that goes in there. Oh, it's been done other way. And Man of Steel kind of had that a different, little look different, but yeah. Yeah, I did like the the special effects on the pond. They looked really good with the him touching and opening up and little pieces and everything. Weird looking even when he was a baby. I don't know what the the goo that came out with him. Yeah, <laughs> when he was born or when he was landed. Uh, and then so Lois and Clark probably just baby urine from the oh, long trip from Krypton. <laughs> okay, so moving on to something other weird. Uh, we have like a little this. I just wrote this down because I thought it was funny. Lois and Clark are talking and about things seem weird and fishy about the reverse mortgage and Morgan edge and all this stuff. And Lois says that she has super smell, but, but Clark doesn't. He's like, well, I actually do have super smell. I just don't use it because I'm in a house with teenagers. So I just thought that was funny. Yeah. A good way to (laughs) use some humor to balance out the more somber parts of this episode. Yeah. Uh, So obviously the kids know that something's up. So the boys come out and confront Lois and Clark with the crystal and the, the game is up now. They have to tell the truth. So Clark, runs through a really quick recap of the history of Superman and uh, basically tells them absolutely everything, which it, this is a small thing, but I really did like that. A lot of times in shows, they'll be like, they'll just cut away and it'll have been an hour and they're like, oh, and you explained everything, but we actually get to see the whole process and the looks on the boys' faces. And I, I thought this whole scene was acted so well and we got to see them react in real time to finding out that their dad was Superman. Maybe something that they wouldn't have been able to do if they had a one-hour pilot, but yeah maybe the best part of the episode i think hecklin nailed it uh just the way all that was done yeah so he they don't quite believe him and he takes off his glasses and i'm glad they didn't just stop it there he also lifts the truck and flies or flies around with it for a little bit <laughs> uh, but they also explain that they think that jonathan at least has powers because that's what saved them he's like well at least one of you had to have powers um and obviously jordan's very angry you made me think i was crazy and he also says that I thought this was like a heartbreaking line. He says, you may have been sent here to be a hero, but you weren't sent here to be a father. That, that was harsh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Clark obviously is reeling from this, but he hears that there's another emergency at another facility. And so he has to take off. Um, And when he gets there, he hears the voice of whoever's doing it. And for the first time and actually gets to talk to, to him and they're using lead to keep Kal-El from seeing him. Um, And he explains that the stranger says, when I come from, the two of us have history and talks about how his planet was also destroyed and how he's not a real hero and all of this. So it, I, I'm not sure what the stranger's going for, but obviously that will unfold. Let, let's talk about that now yeah. since we're all we have is the end stinger with uh, the stranger getting revealed to be Captain Luther. What uh, would you think of this? What is What are your thoughts on Captain Luther? What do you think about going forward? I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I was hoping to see Lex Luthor in well okay so they're they're basically setting up morgan edge as the lex luther character that i wanted to see which was rich businessman with nefarious motives buying up parts of smallville and doing bad things and probably has an evil army that he's going to do weird things with so to bring a luther in this way as a like iron man character basically (laughs) kind of who is just out of the gate trying to kill superman is a little strange but i I'm holding back judgment until I get more of his history and figure out more about his character. Because obviously, like you said, that was the instinger finding out Captain Luther. So I want to figure out where he's from, why this is happening. Um, but yeah, for now, I'm I'm not totally sold or sure what's going on. Yeah, this was maybe the the one thing I have questions on going forward. And it's definitely a mystery. It's meant to be a mystery and it's everything's mysterious. We don't know anything. Captain Luther, you assume he's Lex? I don't know that he's Lex. Uh, 
probably a life Luthor, but is he, he said his world was destroyed. Is that what he said? His exact words. So is he from another planet? Is he from another universe? Is this a crisis thing? I don't think any of that's clear. So um, I didn't dislike this. I thought the stranger looked cool, sounded cool, but um, I'm pretty indifferent on this now until we see more. Uh, it didn't excite me, the big reveal. It didn't, I didn't hate it. I'm just kind of, okay, I wonder what that's going to be. Yeah, and obviously this is the pilot. There's only so much they can do. I, I'm glad that they I, they focus more on the family aspects of the show and you know revealing to the boys that he's Superman. So there wasn't a whole lot of time left over to develop the stranger and the relationship he has with Clark. So with the time they were given, they did a good job. But yeah, this was probably the weaker part of the episode, but still of a really great episode. So not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, and I don't even think it was weak. I just yeah. think it was... You know, it's setting up something for later, so you can't judge it yet. Yeah. So they they fight, and this is where the the stranger flies away. <laughs> they chase him into space. It's it was a pretty good bit of action. Lots of special effects going all over the world and up into the space. But that's where he stabs him, and he falls to earth. But the the really nice part about this that I liked was it was cutting back and forth between this and Jordan going to the bonfire, kissing Sarah, and Jonathan showing up and getting into a huge fight and finding out that Jordan has powers because he uses his heat vision to save the day. Well, to blow everything up. I don't know <laughs> if you call it saving the day, but I really like them cutting back and forth between this. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And the bonfire was fun. And Sarah and Jordan, before <laughs> starting the fight, kissing someone's girlfriend, Jonathan helping out, all of that. I thought that was pretty well done. It showed how powers can be fun and scary and, and why Jordan's head is where it's at. Yeah, and he and Sarah get some really good one-on-one uh, -on -one time, and they bond over, they both have had, dealt with mental health issues and depression and everything, so I, I do like the relationship they're setting up there. Um, yeah, I liked that. And again, just the seeing kind of side-by-side -side the son of Superman dealing with uh, a crisis at the same time that his dad is, and both of them using some pretty powerful, cool-looking powers. That was It was really nice to see. Yeah, and... Clark showing up to check on them. And another thing to point out is all the little moments that were in this that I think were really well done. And I haven't named all of them, but just Clark thanking Kyle for yeah. being there. Little things like that um, I thought were, were sprinkled in throughout and were really cool. Uh, but now that the, the cat's out of the bag, we know that Jordan was the one with powers. We actually see a little flashback of Jordan was actually the one who saved Jonathan in the barn when all the pipes fell. So a, a nice little twist that he's the one with, with powers, not Jonathan. Yeah, and this, again, a little bit like the Captain Luther thing. Uh, we don't know where this is going either, uh, how these powers will work. Will he have them forever? Will they go away? Will Jonathan get them too? Will, you know, what's going to happen? So I'm kind of waiting and see there, but it's an interesting premise to see them uh, dealing with a child with, at least one child with powers. Yeah, especially because Clark says that at one point that the powers are manifesting very differently than when he was a kid. So you know, they're kind of in uncharted waters here. So after that, Clark figures out that Martha wanted him to move back to Smallville for the simple life, and to his surprise, Lois agrees, and so they have decided that that's what they want to do. Um, but they tell the boys that they're they're leaving, but they're going to have a discussion about it. Uh, I don't know that just because you live in a smaller town, life is simpler, but I think yeah. it looks like they're going to get into that in the future. Um, I think they're still going to have troubles no matter where they are. But mm -hmm. this is, we knew they were going to move to Smallville. And this is one thing that I didn't think would work for me necessarily, Lois being convinced or convincing to go. But by the time this point in the episode, everything that had happened with the boys and all that, I totally bought the moment that yeah. Lois would have and Clark would have wanted to move. 
and I really shocked how well it was done to that point that it wasn't like, yeah, Lois wouldn't do that. Yeah. And again, just in the short amount of time building up that family and what they have to deal with makes you, like you said, makes a believable choice that they would actually make. Um, But they also, after that, they, they meet with Lana back at the bank to tell her, well, at their house, I think, but to tell them that it's her, the decision that they're actually staying. And this is where we find out that Lois, it seems like she's done some investigative work off screen that we don't actually get to see, but she's found out that Morgan actually secretly bought the bank and she kind of just throws that out there and we don't do anything with that. And Lana just thinks that's weird, but obviously that's not good and we'll probably come back at a later time. But all that being said, that was, I know that they had to focus on Superman for this first episode. So I'm not really worried that they're not going to, Lois isn't going to get her time to shine going further in the series. But I, if there could have been one thing, if they could have made it a two hour episode, we could have seen maybe Lois doing that investigation uh, and spend some more time with her um, and her, you know, doing the amazing things that she does. Yeah. And we saw her on the phone earlier in the episode too, yeah. even at home doing chasing down leads and stuff. And that's to go along with what you said there it would have been cool. We saw Superman present day before all this bad stuff happened and like on top of his game would have been cool to see the equivalent of that for Lois. Mm. I don't know how it would have fit in the story or anything like you said. Um, but yeah, I would have, I wish we had seen that, but I'm hopeful we'll get a lot of Lois going forward. And with this, dis- this decision to stay in Smallville, I, I might've missed it, but I don't think there, was there any talk yet or discussion about like the fact that Lois still works at the daily planet and how's that going to work? No. Okay. Yeah. So we'll probably see that going forward. Uh, but yeah, it ends with that stinger that we talked about with Stranger going to a fortress in the mountain and talking to a voice about upgrading upgrading his armor, getting more kryptonite, and the, ends with the, the big twist of calling him Captain Luther. I will but, say, I think Jonathan would have had pushed back more about moving to Smallville than anyone. Jordan yeah. seems like he doesn't care about Metropolis and Sarah's here, so he's into that. But uh, I think Jonathan is like, I was about to be starting freshman quarterback for yeah. Metropolis. Now he's going to go to Smallville, start at quarterback probably have to play safety probably have to play special teams these small town teams will just it's different in big town football yep uh, i i did really like before the stinger i'm not saying i don't like the stinger but i did really like the last that we see of the family is them mm. walking out together smiling all together as one family it was really nice to see that after everything that they've been through in an hour or so of tv uh, but if it already feels like they've been through a whole lot so going through all of that and actually still being a family together and being able to smile together. It was really nice to see. That was a great moment. If this was a standalone thing, it would have ended there, but obviously setting up things going forward, I thought that was cool. And yeah, I mean, that was a great ending to the family stuff and throughout the the family stuff was great. It was a believable family and then the strength of the show so far. So we talked about some, some Easter eggs. There's a ton of name drops. Max Mankin, Pastor Lindquist was apparently in it. I looked at the credits. Perry White was in the credits. Paul Jarrett, I'm guessing he was the guy introducing Clark at the beginning. Uh, bummer we didn't get to see more. Hopefully we can in the future of Perry. Um, it doesn't sound like he's working in present day. Uh, Doc Fry, of course, from Superman the movie. Uh, Sam Foswell, Cobb Brandon was the, the farmer who had to sell something. Uh, but he played a big role in the Rebirth comics. He was their neighbor then, if you remember. Uh, Schuster Mines to Joe Schuster. And, of course, uh, Lana says the word Superwoman and Jordan yeah. calls Jonathan Superboy definitely a nod to a couple areas of comics there yeah lots of lots of stuff that was really fun to see as a a big fan of superman that you don't need to know about to enjoy this show this show definitely stands on its own but it was nice to see all of those little things thrown in yeah and then the superman and lois the legacy of hope 
feature ad afterwards. It was cool. I don't think we have a lot to break down there. Definitely worth watching, but I don't have much to say. I think you can check out there and, and see what's what's going on. So that's it for this episode. We will have a little bit of uh, news and a look at next week episodes. But if you're afraid of, afraid of spoilers and want to jump off now, feel free to do that and leave us a, a rating or a review, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We will greatly appreciate it. Yeah. So news. We talked about Dan Romer. Uh, the villain Kilgrave will appear in season one, according to Entertainment Weekly. He's a, a mad scientist type with ties to Inner Gang. Uh, beautiful haircut that he has and everything. <laughs> Interesting character, but I could I could see that being a fun character to see. Really obscure to bring in. Yeah, and the ties to Ender Gang is what excites me. If you've listened to our podcast for a while, we've we've talked a lot of a lot of times about Ender Gang. It's a just kind of a loose collection of evil people doing evil things, but Lois has a big history with uh, them and she does a ton of investigative work to try to, to bring them down and gets into trouble because of doing that. So it could be a really good villain or set of villains for Lois to be primarily um, in charge of. Yeah. And that's really it for news. And we got a teaser for next week's episode. Uh, do you have any thoughts on where this is going or what's that, what that's about? We definitely see Clark taking Jordan to the fortress, which, which is cool. Um, I, I wonder what, how long they'll be there and we get to hear Jor-El's voice. Um, so we'll have some sort of discussion with him. Strangers attacking more people. Um, the boy, the boys are mad, or at least I think we only see Jordan is mad at Clark again. And Clark is kind of sulky on the, the porch and talking about not being a good dad. So I know that that's going to be a big thing. It was a little jarring to go because I watched this right after <laughs> I watched the episode and it was a super happy ending and everybody was happy. I know everything's not happy and there's still a lot of problems to deal with, but it was a little jarring to go straight back to that. Uh, two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wonder if we'll see actually see Jor-El or if he's just going to be a voice. Yeah. And I wonder if Jonathan's coming along too. We saw Jordan, but I wonder if Jonathan's going with him. It looks like Clark and Lois are going to have a date in the barn. Yeah. So, I don't know. Looks cool. Looks good. And I'm just ready to see more. Oh, yeah. Me too. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back with the next episode. 